the secret that I learned is that like we need to train in order to run and that there are six steps to growing in your running journey that must be optimized in order to get stronger, run faster, and enjoy lifelong injury-free running. And really, those are mindset, strength training, structured run plan in a smart and progressive fashion, nutrition, recovery, and race strategy. Are you constantly worried about getting injured or you don't know how to get faster as a runner and you want to continue to run for stress relief, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome to Healthy Runner, the only place that provides you with training tips, injury recovery, and prevention tools with actionable strategies by experts in the running industry so you can develop a stronger running body and feel confident that you can overcome any obstacle as a runner. I'm your host, Dr. Dwayne Scotty, avid runner, running physical therapist and coach, educator, founder of Spark Healthy Runner, where we help dedicated runners get stronger, run faster, and enjoy lifelong injury-free running with the perfect online running coach, even if you've been told to stop running with an injury or you think coaching is just for fast runners. Learn more about our signature coaching program at learn.sparkhealthyrunner.com. Every week on the show, we coach you to grow as a runner, just like the process of building a strong, durable home that will last a lifetime requiring little maintenance. The design and planning is your mindset. The foundation is your strength training. The framing is your run plan. The electrical and plumbing is your nutrition. The insulation, drywall, and flooring is your recovery. The landscaping and exterior is your race strategy. If you master the six parts of growing as a runner, your running will be strong and last long, hitting PRs well into your 40s, 50s, and beyond. Every week, we help a runner just like you build their dream home. I'm your host, Dr. Dwayne Scotty. Welcome to the Healthy Runner Podcast. Before we get into this episode, if you are looking for a nutritional advantage to increase mental focus, strength, and endurance during those runs and decrease the recovery time between those hard effort sessions, you will want to check out Perform from the Amino Company. Later on in this episode, I will tell you more about Perform and how it can help you stay focused, get harder workouts in, and improve overall recovery on your journey of becoming a stronger, faster, lifelong injury-free runner. Or you can check out the research for yourself at aminoco.com slash healthy runner. Slow the heck down. Running is not only about running. Be patient. The three things I wish someone told me when I started running 13 years ago, that is what I want to share with you today. I am just thinking about this because I have heard a lot of runners struggling recently, these past couple of days. So I needed to jump on here and honestly do like an impromptu training on these three things I wish someone told me earlier. So if you are struggling to get faster, if you feel like you've reached a plateau, if you think you are just too old for running, or if you're really frustrated that your plantar fasciitis keeps coming back, your hamstring tendon pain, or your shins keep killing you every time you try to run, 
and you just think your body is not meant to be a runner, I'm here to tell you that is not true. And if this is our first introduction, first off, welcome. I'm Dr. Dwayne Scotty. I'm a running physical therapist, coach, educator, and founder of Spark Healthy Runner. And my mission is to preserve the health and longevity of runners everywhere by allowing them to get stronger, run faster, and enjoy lifelong injury-free running. And I think just for context here, guys, I have not been a runner my whole life. I started running at age 31 when I was kind of a gym rat in the gym, strength training since college, and I wound up getting hip scope. So a hip arthroscopy, I had surgery on my hip to repair torn labrum. I had a cartilage defect, and I started running after that surgery to get back in shape, get rid of the dad bod. And when I first started running, I got a common running injury that I hear and help a lot of runners now. It's called proximal hamstring tendinopathy or upper hamstring tendon pain. And really, I learned from that injury that certain running related injuries require a different approach to get over and that we need to strength train in order to run. So I kind of reached that epiphany. I started getting better as a runner, was healthy, started getting some PRs, you know, ran half marathons. I was like, oh, this is the most amazing thing, running. And then I started getting plantar fasciitis pain. I started getting runner's knee. And I really finally developed a strategy learning from through run coaching that there is more to running than just running. So that's kind of the, the context here. And I've run four marathons now, failed the first two times. Third time was the charm. And I'll share some of that with you during today in these three points. So I just this past fall did a 340 marathon and then I ran a 345 marathon last month for the Dopey Challenge uh, with running all four races. So these three principles I am like extremely passionate about. The first one, the three things I wish someone told me 13 years ago when I started running was just slow the heck down. Running is not a workout. You should not be running as your primary goal to burn calories if you look to do it for a long period of time. So if you want to run, and for lifelong injury-free running, if you want to run till you're in your 80s, like I do, or like I like to say, until I'm in the box, um, you cannot go into it and approaching it as it's a workout. It's not a cardio class. Yes, you might think of running right now, if you are new, as cardio, right? But it's not a boot camp class. You shouldn't be huffing and puffing. You shouldn't it shouldn't feel the effort level is so hard that you're tracking calories and thinking, okay, I've burned 1300 calories today during my run. Like if that is your mindset going into it, you are going to not be very successful. Meaning you're either going to plateau in your running fitness or improvement, or you're going to get injured. So you have to slow the heck down and it, it really frustrates me because I think the mindset is off and how we think of running. And if you want to learn more about how you should really spend the majority of your running during the week, no matter if you're a new runner or if you're an advanced runner, you need to master the easy run. 
We've talked about that in episode 174 in the Healthy Runner podcast with Coach LaToya and how we master the easy run and what is the purpose of the easy run and how it actually builds our aerobic capacity or fitness and how we make more mitochondria, it gives us more energy, how you get your body to actually relax running at a slower pace so you can conserve energy and be able to run longer. So if you have a goal of running a half marathon one day, 13.1 miles, then you can actually run 13.1 miles and feel good because you've trained your body to be more efficient running at slower speeds. So then eventually you can run faster when you need to run faster, either during a workout or during a race. So you have to master the easy run. You have to just take your ego, like throw it out the window. You have to take your pride and looking at your watch or comparing your, how fast you're running to other people posting on social media or Strava and say, that's their journey, not your journey, right? So I always like to use the example just to give you context is my half marathon paces for my races. So my half marathon latest fastest time in the last six years is a 140. Um, as compared to my, my half marathon times pacing wise is like 730, 740. I need to actually go back and look. Um, but marathon pace for me is like 8, 815. All of my easy runs, the majority of my runs during the week are 10 minute miles and above. So you need to really think about, and if you're an experienced marathon or half marathon, all of your easy runs, people say anywhere from a minute to two minutes slower. I say, especially if you're doing hard speed workouts, whether it's a tempo run, whether it's an interval run, whether you're doing some pace work or faster running in a long run, those easier runs need to be even easier because it's so important for recovery. So you need to be one to two minutes slower. So for me, again, marathon pace, 8, 8.15 pace that I can hold for a whole marathon, my easy runs are all in the 10-minute zone. You need to embrace running slower, being relaxed, being in control, controlling your heart rate, and make that the goal of your runs. So you need to slow down, no matter if you're struggling with injuries or you're just looking to get faster and you want to perform better as a runner. It's not going to happen during your everyday runs. It's going to happen with consistency. It's going to happen with maximizing the high end of those speed workouts and really doing consistent long runs. That's how you're going to get faster for your 10K, half marathon or marathon. All right, so that's, the, that's one thing I wish I knew because when I started running, I definitely viewed it coming from the gym perspective of like, hey, when I'm in the gym, I'm pounding weights, I'm sweating, I'm working hard, I'm huffing and puffing, I'm going out there, I'm trying to like build myself every single day in the gym. When I was going for a run, it was like, all right, I got to like push it. This should feel hard. This should feel like a class, right? You want to think of like a spinning class. No, 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 no. Again, if you want to do this for a long period of time and you want to get better as a runner and grow, you need to slow the heck down. 
I wanted to take a quick pause from this episode to talk about a topic that I am extremely passionate about, and that is strength training in order to run so we can improve our performance by running faster or running longer. And we can also prevent the all too common stubborn running related injuries when we do the strength training. So do you want to know how I get in my strength training, how I remain focused for my gym sessions, and how I'm able to recover after the hard marathon specific training that I've been working on? I've been using Amino Company's product Perform for over two years now as a truly healthy pre-workout as opposed to some of those crazy, highly caffeinated drinks that you're going to see out there that just give you jitters and then you wind up crashing. Perform is an essential amino acid-based formulation that I simply add to water, I throw it in my shaker bottle, and I have it 30 minutes before a run or a gym workout. It tastes great and is extremely easy on your stomach. Perform helps improve mental focus, peak strength, endurance, reduces fatigue, and increases muscle protein synthesis so you can recover faster from your runs or your strength sessions. And I'm not just saying that from like an N is one, my personal experience. I actually brought on one of the leaders in amino acid research, Dr. Robert Wolf on the show back in episode 92 of the podcast. If you want a deep dive on the effects, the literature, tune in, listen to my chat with Dr. Wolf. You'll be as impressed as I was. And I wanted to make sure that I was putting something that was actually healthy into my body. And so I checked out the real research and the science on this product. And since you are a part of our Healthy Runner community, you can save 30% off by using the code HEALTHYRUNNER. Just head to aminoco.com forward slash healthy runner. You have to use the special link I put in the show notes to get your 30% off and use the code healthy runner. Now go ahead and give perform a try. I know you're going to love it just as much as I have. Now let's get back into this episode. Point number two, running is not only about running. And honestly, this was like my epiphany moment in my running journey is when I first started running during that time period I just mentioned, it was like all about the running. And yes, I was strength training in the gym because again, I like to do that. And it wasn't until honestly, like two years ago, I really put all the pieces together and created my six steps to growing as a runner, the spark healthy runner framework that we really go by. And I I saw all these pieces coming together that it's not only the running or the framing of the house that's important, but you need number one, the mindset, right? So there are six steps to growing as a runner. And when I didn't understand these in the beginning, that's when I did get injured, right? That's when my posterior tibial tendon hurt during a training cycle. Plantar fasciitis hurt during a half marathon training cycle. And I was doing hard speed workouts on the track. I got runner's knee, right? And the good thing is like, yeah, I am a physical therapist. I know how to like get over those pains for the short term, but they kept like coming back. It was always something. It was like this injury cycle that I see so much in the runners that I help today. And the secret, honestly, to keeping all of those common running injuries from coming back is really, you know, it's not stop running, 
that like you might have been told by medical, many medical professionals, whether you went to a doctor, or PT, Cairo, whoever, right? The secret that I learned is that like we need to train in order to run and that there are six steps to growing in your running journey that must be optimized in order to get stronger, run faster, and enjoy lifelong injury-free running. And really, those are mindset, strength training, structured run plan in a smart and progressive fashion, nutrition, recovery, and race strategy. So these are the six steps that you need in order to really grow as a runner. And you need to dedicate time to each of those steps. So the first mindset, let's just go there for a little bit here. You need to approach it, as I mentioned before, about embracing, slowing down, running easier so you can get faster, trusting that process, and then put it to the test. Because there's so many runners that I work with today and they message me like on our training calendars like, well, you sure? Like I'm used to running a 920 for my easy runs. Um, you know, I'm running 10 minute, but I have a half marathon and I'm a little worried that I'm not going to be able to run as fast, right? So trust the process, give it a try, and then really dedicate the time to the other elements and look at it more holistically that you are a person, an individual who likes to run as your hobby in order to run and do your hobby, get those mental clearing miles in, right? We all love that, right? Get that mental stress relief that we need, that you need to dedicate time to doing strength training for running. You need to do that. That's like a must. That's the foundation. You need to have the right mindset, set realistic goals. And then you need to do the structured run plan, which was kind of point number one here. But then nutrition, you need to fuel for your runs. You need to stop going out fasted for your runs and thinking you're burning more fat and thinking that you don't need to eat, that you're not hungry and you've always gone for a run and you've never eaten before. I, I understand. I was there. I was you. Um, that was me in the beginning of my running journey. And I was always told like, you know, you work out first thing in the morning and you burn more fat because you haven't eaten anything and you get more leaner. Like I was with that whole mindset and I did that for many, many years. It wasn't until I learned from a registered dietitian on our team, Brooke, how important it is to fuel your bodies for running performance and recovery, which really gets to my next point, which is recovery is a part of the training, meaning rest days, taking days off, embracing. Today, right now, I'm actually doing this because I'm not running and I'm not in the gym because today is a Tuesday. Today is my rest and recovery day, strategic in my schedule, because yesterday I did a little speed work. I did a workout in the gym, hit the weights hard, did my running specific strengthening, and I did some speed work in a run. Today, I need the rest and recovery so my body can rebuild, right? You need to take care of your feet, proper foot care. There's so many things, and I have it all in my recovery blueprint for runners in kind of six ways to optimize recovery. But you need to think of recovery as a part of the training, not that you're being lazy, not that you're not, you know, the same exact schedule every single day of the week and you're getting in the gym five days a week and you're running six days a week or seven days a week, like recovery and the balance and how we structure a plan in a week format is so important for you growing as a runner. So you need to embrace the recovery and then you also need to embrace race strategy. If 
your goal is races. So if you want to get faster in a race, there is a way that you need to approach the race in order to do that. So we have a whole like race day blueprint. If you haven't seen it, where you can get our race day strategy, remember all the things you need to pack for your race. How do you prepare? All of those fun things. We have a lot of trainings on kind of race day performance, right? So you need to optimize those six steps. It doesn't just happen by you going out there every single day, running the same pace, trying to hit eight minute pace because it looks cool on your watch to see an eight every day, running hard every day, and then just going out there on the race and trying to do that. That is a recipe for either getting the same exact time over and over again, or getting shin splints, posterior tibial tendon pain, runner's knee, IT band pain, right? Those are all the runners that I see when we start working together. This is their story. So like, I, I'm seeing I'm seeing some of you out there, right? I'm probably hitting some um, pain points. You're like, ooh, man, how does he know? How does he know I've been doing that, right? Because this is who I work with. And I, I know this story, so that's why I was like passionate about coming on here today and doing this impromptu training. I hope you are enjoying this episode and it is providing value for you. I wanted to take a brief moment to share a story of a real runner like you who is struggling with a common problem that you may be facing. Here is one of our athletes who got the guidance, support, and accountability from our Healthy Runner coaching team to get clarity and structure on the six steps to growing as a runner with personalized strength, nutrition, and run plans. I hope their story inspires you that there is hope to either get over your running injury or to continue getting faster or running longer so you can continue to get in those mental clearing miles and enjoy your running journey again. Here is their inspiring story. Hi, I wanted to take a few moments uh, to share with all of you why I joined the Spark Healthy Runner program. My name is Stephanie Zimmerman. I've been running for about 20 years off and on, um, but not real long distances until the last year. And I had found a training program online to do my first marathon in May of this year. And that training program went pretty well. I finished the marathon and, um, and then I decided, hey, since I did that, I'm now going to do the Dopey Challenge at Walt Disney World. And so I then embarked on another training plan that I just kind of found online. And about a month and a half out before this big race, I started experiencing IT band pain. And I had heard about that over the years. Um, and I had actually stumbled onto Dwayne Scotty's um, Healthy Runner podcast and had heard about, hey, when people are injured, there is a way that you can still run because I had gone to a local physical therapist who had helped me many times over the years with other issues, not running related specifically. And uh, they were like, oh, you gotta stop running and all this. I'm like, listen, I invested quite a bit and I need to get to this dopey challenge down in Walt Disney World. And so I decided, well, let me touch base with Dwayne Scotty. And so I did that and he helped me so much. It's been a wonderful experience working with him. I decided to work directly with him with this condition. They do offer other um, opportunities and things that you can do, but I decided to go right to the source and he helped me understand the Galloway method, which is a way that you can run and then walk 
and then run and then walk. And um, we started very slowly. When I started out, I could not go even three miles without pain. And uh, within a month and a half to, yeah, that's all it was until the big four races. Uh, if you don't know what a dopey challenge is at Walt Disney World, you run a 5K, then a 10K, a half marathon, and a full marathon over a four day period. And by using that methodology, I was able to complete all four races. Um, the half marathon was cut a little, a little short down to seven miles due to the weather. Um, so that was kind of helpful for me. Uh, but I actually was able to fully run because uh, Dwayne had said, hey, if you're feeling good in that marathon at 20 miles in, go for it. And I ran the last six miles and it felt great. So I cannot recommend his coaching program enough. Um, pretty much gonna be sticking through. I'm be working with him through March and then I'm probably gonna join the year. Uh, well, there's like another level of program I can join and then there's a year long program. So I'm not going anywhere because I'm now, we're starting from the get-go and building up my strength uh, so that I can run long distances but have the right mobility and strength underneath all of that and do it the right way instead of just pulling things off the internet and doing my best. So, so I've had awesome results and um, I think anyone who uh, will work with Dwayne Scotty and his crew are going to have amazing results. So, I, so go for it and um, you'll see me around. All right. Take care. Bye now. I hope sharing that story inspired you and provided you some hope. If you want the one-on-one -on -one structure, accountability, and support from our Healthy Runner coaching team of experts, check out the behind-the-scenes video tour of our signature coaching program you just heard about, including other stories from runners who are just like you and were struggling with the same sticking points before they signed up for our program. Just head to learn.sparkhealthyrunner.com to learn more and book your strategy call with me today. Now let's get back into this episode. Third, third thing I wish I knew in the beginning was to be patient. Improvement, if you think about anything that you want to do for a long period of time, is going to be incremental progress. And in today's world, right, we want to see the like the fast the fast improvement, right? Like that's sexy. That like sells. Like I lost 40 pounds in three weeks. How did you do it? Right? Like all those people pretty much gain that weight back, right? When we look at and we think about like, I'm definitely not getting into politics here, but you know, just to make the point of you look at like what happened yesterday or, you know, you think like things are going to change in this country in a matter of weeks when like, there's all these other variables and factors, whether it was pandemic, economy, right? Like all those things, things don't like pivot in like a month or two, right? Like it takes time. Same thing with your running. And I don't know why we expect after a couple days, a couple weeks, like for this massive improvement. I really want you to think in terms of four month blocks of time at minimum, at minimum before you even make a judgment on, am I progressing as a runner? And that's why we actually don't work with runners anything less than four months, because honestly, we're not going to see huge change. And I'm not all about like the short-term fix. Let's put a Band-Aid on something. Let's mask it. And then, you know, you're good to go. And if anyone wants to work with us, 
either one month, two months out from a race. I definitely do this only on special circumstances. And I'm thinking of you, Stephanie, um, that we just did before Dopey. Um, and I'm thinking of uh, Kristen Sontra before New York City Marathon that we that I started working with. You know, if you're struggling with IT band pain, if you're struggling with like shin splints, plantar fasciitis that like really creeps up before a race, like I have the transparent conversation with them beforehand, before we start even working together. It's like, yeah, I'm going to be able to get you pain free, get you to the start line. But in order for us to work together, we're going to work together for four months because I'm not only going to get you pain free, but I'm going to start to lay the foundation of how we do this the right way, right? And actually build your body up to be more stronger and resilient. So this injury does not come back. And whether you're injured or not, you've had a history, you want to improve as a runner, you need to think in four month blocks at minimum, minimum. Okay. You need to really think in terms of months, if not years. If your goal is lifelong injury free running and you know, for instance, right? Like, okay, I mentioned before that I've had some marathon success recently this past year, 340 marathon. So you might be like new to the marathon and be like, oh, well, Dwayne, you know, can like run a half marathon in, you know, 140, 143, 144, like those have been in my half marathon. Oh, I can do that. So I'm going to train for a marathon. I should be able to do a 340 like Dwayne did. Or I plug it into the calculators online and you're like, wow, that's like a 330 something marathon. Pretty cool. That's my goal. It doesn't work like that. And the marathon's like a whole different animal, a whole different beast. We talked about that in many trainings before, but just to give you guys context, my first marathon 2017 experience, not very rewarding because I had to walk jog through painful cramps for the last six miles. I didn't know about nutrition properly for a marathon, hydration, electrolytes, race day strategy for a marathon. I was feeling good in the beginning. I just went with it. I'm like, this is great. I guess I'm more fit than I thought I was. No, I wasn't. Right? So I wish someone told me back then in 2017, and this is why I'm sharing this with you. My second marathon, 2022, I suffered pre-race anxiety, terrible sleep for three days before the event. The worst GI cramps, bloating, needing to use the porta potty for the first time ever in a race. I've done like 80 something races. That was the only race I ever needed to use the porta potty two times. Frustrated not being able to test my fitness. Um, I was doing in training. I was really proud of being able to push through, finish the whole thing, and actually still miraculously get a PR because the first one was so terrible with the cramp walk fest that I finished with. Third marathon was 2023, right? So you really think about that's a five year period, guys, where I went from a 415 marathon to a 340 marathon. Five years. And you want to actually improve your marathon time in like two months, in four months even. So we need to think in terms of months, if not years, and you need to be consistent. Like consistency is key for anything in life, right? Like I'm recording this right now impromptu um, and I'm really like it, this topic kind of spoke to me. Because I've been consistently recording these trainings, these videos, at least once per week for the last going to be four years now. We're coming up on our anniversary uh, in actually this month, February. Um, so I, you have to be consistent at anything, right? And the same thing goes for our training in those six steps, 
not just the running, right? You learned that today. So let me just recap, guys. Three things I wish I knew earlier in my running journey. One, slow the heck down. And I really was going to use another word that I'm like, you know what? Maybe I might get censored for this episode and we don't like, you know, curse or anything like that on, on the podcast. So slow the heck down. Two, running is not only about running. Stop focusing on just the running. Think holistically. Get our training on how to grow as a runner in six steps. Learn.sparkhealthyrunner.com forward slash grow. Three, be patient, guys. You need to be patient. It's, it's a journey. I call it a journey all the time for a reason, because that's what it is, right? And honestly, you need to enjoy the process. Enjoy the journey. If you're only in running to get a PR, to get a fast time, to call yourself, quote unquote, fast, whatever that is for you, so you can be like the other runners that you know, or to be as fast as your friends, you're in it for the wrong reasons, right? If you're really running for the physical, mental benefits that it provides you, like I, I that's my why, that's why I run. Um, and it's a hobby for you, right? Like most of you, it's not a job. Um, then you need to really be patient and embrace the process because it is the process. And that's where I've, you know, now come being able to view this in a whole different lens than when I first started. Again, why I'm sharing this with you today is I really enjoy the journey of training. And I enjoy like right now I'm in like base training mode, like base building. Like it was amazing yesterday to be able to lift like the heaviest I've lifted in deadlift since last winter, springtime. Like I, I love that process of training and being able to like do different elements during different parts of the year. I really love the process now of these past two years of marathon training. And it is the training. And by the time I even get to the start line, I've had so much gratitude because I've been able to do hard training. I've been able to be consistent. I've been able to be proud of that effort. So no matter what the time on the clock says when I cross that finish line, like I know I've already accomplished the goals. It is the journey, guys, just like life, right? Like we're all going to look back and be like, I wish I slowed down a bit and enjoyed life a little bit better. I'm here to tell you today, think about your running journey as a little bit more perspective and be patient. Don't like hyper focus, hyper analyze, look at your stats after every single run. Wonder why you didn't run faster. Wonder why it felt so crappy. We all have crappy runs. We all have days that just feel terrible. I tell my runners, like, this is one you just forget and just move on. Like short-term memory, be like Dory and Finding Nemo. Um, it's like, it didn't even happen, right? Move on. Next next play, right? Like, tell my girls in volleyball, like, don't worry, shake it off. They like shank a ball. Next play, right? Like, same thing in running. You're going to have those bad We all do. We all do. There's not anyone who doesn't. Um, honestly, that's all I have for you today. This was just something that, I don't know, was kind of like brewing. I've, I've seen a lot of people comment with social media or even some of my athletes um, in, in kind of how they were viewing things. So I, I felt really impelled, not impelled, uh, compelled. There we go. That's the word I'm looking for, compelled to share this with you today. Um, if you're looking to like fast track your progress as a runner and you want the structured 
strength, run plans, support guidance in how you get stronger, faster, and enjoy injury-free lifelong running to really hit your running goal, whatever that may be. If it's only getting out the, the door three days a week, totally cool, right? And you want to be able to do it for a long time, totally cool. If it's to run a marathon, your first, your 10th, get a PR, whatever. Learn more about our Healthy Runner Coaching Program because that is what we do. We actually provide you the support and accountability to grow in all of those six steps that I mentioned to you. You can learn more about our coaching program. Hop on a call with me, learn.sparkhealthyrunner.com forward slash coaching. And we have some great episodes coming your way, by the way, in these next couple of weeks. So Coach Lou is going to share some amazing tips on downhill running. For those of you who are running a hilly race or training on hills right now, whether you are running like a rebel race or you're running Boston or you're running Big Sur, like Coach Lou has got you covered. Um, it's going to be an awesome training. We've already actually uh, recorded it. So I know it's an awesome training and you're going to get some great tips. And we're talking all things trail running terminology with um, one of our trail running friends. Um, and the other thing that I was super excited about is I really am super pumped to chat with a legendary coach and founder of the run walk run method the one and only jeff galloway so be on the lookout for those upcoming episodes i've been loving the reviews that you guys are are giving in apple Podcasts. by the way i love the support if you're enjoying listening to the podcast in apple um, if you find these episodes helpful honestly it really helps if you just drop a rating review wherever you're listening. That stuff means a lot. It helps spread our word and our healthy runner message, right? That we can do this as adults, challenge ourselves and do it the right way and do it the smart way. Stay healthy and enjoy lifelong injury-free running. I appreciate you guys as always. Like, Let's get after it and, and let's maintain a strong mind, a strong body, and let's just keep on running. Until next time. Thank you, as always, for listening to the Healthy Runner Podcast, where we help you get stronger, run faster, and enjoy lifelong injury-free running. If you found this content valuable, here's five ways we can help you grow as a runner for free. One, grab a free copy of our Six Steps to Growing as a Runner framework at learn.sparkhealthyrunner.com forward slash grow. Two, follow our Instagram page at sparkhealthyrunner.com. Three, join our free group by searching Healthy Runner in Facebook. Four, subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash spark healthy runner. Five, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more experts in the running field and bring those lessons and trainings back here right to you. Don't forget, hit the subscribe button on Apple Podcasts or the follow button on Spotify so you don't miss the next episode of Healthy Runner so you can maintain a strong mind, a strong body, and just keep running. Lastly, if you've been struggling with the constant injury cycle, not eating the right foods for running, or not getting faster as a runner, and you are ready to invest in becoming a lifelong injury-free runner, head to sparkhealthyrunner.com forward slash coaching to apply for our one-on-one signature coaching program. Thank you again. I really, truly mean it from the bottom of my heart that I appreciate you for listening and sharing this podcast with a running friend who can use the help. Now go and crush your run today. See you next week.